This is the Warrior Mind Podcast, and I'm your host, Greg Swanson, podcasting from gorgeous Mile High Colorado Springs. The Warrior Mind Podcast is a personal empowerment series that provides you the information required to develop a mindset of a warrior, maximize your human potential, and achieve peak performance. The Warrior Mind Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes and links can be found at warriormindcoach.com. Use the pull-down menu and look for the blog. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your RSS feed or iTunes, and please share this with your friends, neighbors, and relatives. If this is your first time listening, thank you for coming. If you're returning, thank you for your continued support. Sustainable, which is what we want to do, is have success regularly, repeatable success. So when we think about success, we have high performance and we have peak performance. You know, peak performance is a level of exceptional functioning in which you know, a person effortlessly performs an activity to the maximum of their ability while fully focused and immersed into the feelings of confidence, engagement, and enjoyment. And that's what we call peak performance. And another podcast we'll talk about high performance. But peak performance could also also be associated with flow. Uh, Chiksen Mihai Chiksen talks about flow or the zone. Stephen Kotler talks a lot about the zone. All of these are synonymous with this exceptional level of pushing ourselves to our fullest capability at that time. It doesn't mean that's our fullest capability ever. And you'll see how that capability can keep expanding. So we want to th- the one of the formulas we want to look at is stress and rest equals growth. You know, this equation holds true whether regardless of what you're trying to achieve. Study and get an A on a test, uh, weightlifting, sporting events, sales presentation, stress and rest equals growth, which means stress and stress does not equal growth and rest and rest does not equal growth. You know, stress demands that we have rest and the rest supports stress. Actually, the rest supports additional stress. So the strongest individuals, you know, spend their time either pursuing their activity with ferocious intensity or engage in complete restoration and recovery, right? It's this or this. It's not like I'm going to stress, 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 and take, you know, a 10 minute break and that's my rest. No, it's they completely focus on one and then the other. And so we have performance practices and these are based on the Alterian rhythm concept. Perhaps you've heard of the Pomodoro method. And this is alternating between cycles of stress and rest in your most important pursuits, not your casual pursuits, but we want to have a period of intense, intense focus, and then we rest. So the Pomodoro, you can find an app for them online, looks at 90 minutes to two hours of intense, and then a timer will go off and say, take a break, and it's anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes. 
of that rest. Now, when you take the rest, it means that you get, if you're at your desk, you get up from your desk and walk and do something else. If you're doing a physical activity, you actually sit and recuperate and hydrate. So it's not like, we'll we'll look at work. You're at work, you're doing something, and then rest time comes and you switch over to, to do your emails. That's not rest. That is still stress. So it has to be something completely different than what you're doing. And so you insert short breaks throughout your workday over the course of the day. So the rhythm would be, let's just say, uh, 90 minutes intense, 10-minute break. 90 minutes intense, 10-minute break. 90 minutes in, and you cycle through it and you're going to feel see that that stress and then that rest helps produce um, additional capacity for stress. You know, strategically, we want to time your days off long weekends and vacations following periods of heavy stress. Uh, Again, let's say that you have an important sales presentation or you're coming to the end of the year when you have to hit your quota and you just go all out. You contact all your clients, you're giving presentations, you're doing meetings, everything. When, When that's done, that's when you take a long weekend or your vacation, right? We want to take it right after it's very stressful, so that our bodies knows that we're now recovering. And then when you come back, you would do the same thing. Granted, vacations are dependent on if you have kids and school schedules and those things. But three days off, long weekends are more in your control. So we want to make sure that perhaps every three months you have a three-day weekend. Every six months you have you know, a five-day vacation, and then maybe once a year you have a 10-day vacation, whatever that looks like. But you want to, in athletic performance, it's called periodization, where you know an event's coming up, you lead up to it, you execute the event, and then you recover, and then slowly build up to that event again. Periodization has been a proven science in athletic performance, and the same can hold true for education. It can hold true for business. It can hold true for sales. You know, what you want to do is determine your work regularly starts to suffer. So determine when your work starts to suffer. And this means the underlying theme here is that it's unifocused, not multitasking, unitasking. So you can tell when you're starting to drift, your work, you're making some mistakes, your mind is wandering, that's when you take a break. But you take it before then. So you may put a timer on and you start doing your work and you go, man, I'm starting to drift. You look at the timer, it says uh, you know, 90 minutes. So you would then take a break at about the 80-minute mark because you want to take a break before your productivity starts to suffer because then you have to go back and clean it up. So we want to get to that point where we know where our fatigue, where our Aldarian rhythm is, and that's the rhythms within the day, and time it correctly so that you peak and then you rest. You don't want to peak and then start to go down the other side of the curve and create some um, ineffective results. So, you know, the thing about this is that we all have a single reservoir of brain power and or willpower, however you want to call it, for all acts of cognitive and self-control, even those that are unrelated. So if we're resisting cookies, it depletes our willpower so that when we go do something else, we don't have enough willpower. And it takes more 
willpower to resist something than to do something. So if we wake up in the morning and we resist the donut, that's automatically going to start to diminish our willpower. So as the day goes on, we're not going to have as much energy, if you will, to do the things correctly. Um, you know, remember that stress is stress no matter what. Fatigue on one e on any task spills over to every task. So that means that if you're at home and you're stressed about what you should wear or you're making decisions about what you should wear, what you should eat, you're resisting the donuts, you uh, have something that you have to go get um, gas in the car because you didn't do it yesterday, all of those things will spill over to your work or your sport or your education. So we want to make sure that we pre we use practices, right? Performance practices so that we don't make these decisions because stress is stress. It's not, it's not compartmentalized. It affects everything. So we want to start the day off correctly and move into the day when we need that willpower to use more effectively. You know, only take a few challenges on at once. That's, you know, you get to work and we have this project, project one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They're all important. They're all urgent. Well, that's impossible. If nothing is important and urgent, if all are important and urgent, then nothing is important and urgent. So you need to prioritize and take on, I only suggest three challenges. I mean, three, when I say challenges, it could be a project. This is where communication, if you're at, if this is a business situation, communication has to take place with your team, with your manager, that three is the capacity that we can do. The other projects not that they're not going to get done, but why do they have to be done at the same time? What what would we've survived without this project being in place? What would happen if it was pushed out two months? So we have to understand that all of us have limited capacity to do projects, to work, have challenges, and there has to be a agreement from the team and the people participating in that, that what are the top three that we have to do? Preferably, what's the top one? And then schedule the other ones out. Because think about it, if the company has survived this long without that project, it can survive another six months. Because once you run out of energy, you're done. And all of the projects are going to suffer. And then there's going to be meetings. Why didn't we get this met? And there's there's accountability. And the whole part is that it's overscheduling challenges and projects. But this is where mental strength comes in and having those tough conversations with, you know, your athlete or your coach or your boss or your professor, whatever that is, is those conversations have to take place. You know, also your environment plays a huge part in it. You know, you want to tweak your environment to support your goals. Um, this is important, especially in times of depletion. So if you have a home office, you want to provide a home office so that when you walk into it, you're at work. And when you get up, there's another space to recover. We want to segment the areas. If you're in an office itself, you want to work at your desk. And when you start to see yourself drifting, you get up and you go outside. You go to the cafeteria. You go to the break room, whatever it is. But you want to delineate your your functions. You don't want to stay in the same place. You need to have an, an environment that supports recovery and an environment that supports stress. You know, and it's 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 really powerful on how much your surroundings impact your behavior, especially when you're fatigued. For instance, you come home and let's say you sit on the couch every time you come home to veg out and watch TV. Well, 
unconsciously that's what you're that's what you're supposed to do so even if you had a lot of energy and you wanted to go to the gym or play with the kids or do whatever and you go oh i'm just going to sit here for a second and catch up on the news as soon as you sit in that same spot your unconscious mind says veg out and then you lose it so we want to create the environment that is empowering for for the stressful part and completely relaxing for the recovery part. We don't want to mix those two up. But keep in mind that by stressing and allowing our minds to recover, they become stronger. So we don't want to avoid stress. We want to embrace it. And there's different types. There's bad stress where you get an accident and there's good stress on trying to achieve something, pushing yourself beyond your limits. We're talking about the good stress here, but by stressing it and pushing it and you feel like I can't take it anymore. And then you go and boom, you're great. Then you relax. And then you can come back again and do more. And we want to remember that we we don't want to avoid the stress. We want to push into it, lean into it, and we want to make sure we have the proper recovery after we have stressed ourselves. We can we cannot take on more size, sizable, large psychological challenges without first building the strength through the, the small ones. You know, if we haven't experienced a specific stress level, let's say on a level nine. And we've only done one. We're not. We're going to crash when we hit that nine. We don't rise to the occasion. We fall back to our training. That training is, you know, physical, mental, or emotional, or spiritual. So we want to train at a one, and then go to a two, and then go to a three, and then go to a four, and then go to a five, up to a nine, and then we're prepared for that nine. So when it comes, we can do it. We cannot go from a stress level of handling a stress level one up to a nine immediately. We'll melt down, we'll burn out, but we can build up our mental strength to take on those challenges. So this is the sustained success for formula. Back again, stress plus rest equals growth. That is the key for peak performance and for high performance. So if you like this podcast and want to see some of these show notes real quick, you can bump over to warriormindcoach.com for more information. While you're there, you can hear other podcasts, read some blog posts, uh, contact me for a breakthrough session, and just uh, some other great information to help with your personal or professional development. While you're on the internet, please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest under Warrior mind coach, and then go to a three, and then go to a four, and then go to a five, up to a nine, and then we're prepared for that nine, so when it comes, we can do it. We cannot go from a stress level of handling a stress level one up to a nine immediately. We'll melt down, we'll burn out, but we can build up our mental strength to take on those challenges. So this is the sustained success for formula. Back again, stress plus rest equals growth. That is the key for peak performance and for high performance. So if you like this podcast and want to see some of these show notes real quick, you can bump over to warriormindcoach.com for more information. While you're there, you can hear other podcasts, read some blog posts, uh, contact me for a breakthrough session, and just uh, some other great information to help with your personal or professional development. While you're on the internet, please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest under Warrior 
Mind Coach. Thanks for listening to the Warrior Mind Podcast. If you like what you've heard, please tell your friends and subscribe by your favorite RSS or podcast feed. And remember, every facet, every compartment of your mind is to be programmed by you. And unless you take your rightful responsibility to program your own mind, the world will program it for you.